This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. A Kangaroo Fern production. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi Welcome to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi, a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for both women, women and men alike. This is your host, Mimi Laurelia, welcoming you to a show where we feature guests who share their passion and commitment to their profession or, or talents. And here at Samutsari, we share stories to inspire you, um, stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. And I'm very proud to say that I'm ko. For this episode, one of the busiest women in New Zealand, <laughs> Ms. Figura Sean. And I will explain to you who did it in a little while, but I want Didit to say hello to everybody. Hi, Didit, and welcome to Samutsari. Hello, everyone, and hello to all uh, listeners and viewers of uh, Mimi's podcast. Yes. Siguro, um, kasi Didit, the program's primary audience are... Filipinos uh, living overseas. So somebody in the Philippines may be listening to us, somebody from New Zealand, Australia. Uh, we even have um, some listeners in Africa. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> but those are based on feedback um, ng mga nakikinig sa atin. But um, in terms of uh, readership, viewership, listenership, it's still growing. It's still in, in, in its infancy stage. But sabi nga nila sa akin, even if you're just growing, you need to start with heavy-duty guests so that you are inspired um, to attract more people to listen to you and, and hopefully um, you can get um, wider reach doing it that way. So I have a little uh, idea of who did it is. So I'm going to introduce you formally uh, and then kung may mga updates na dito sa information na alam po, uh, just correct it later on. Didith um, and I knew each other from New Zealand because we have a very uh, tight-knit Filipino community there. So, hindi nagkakalayo uh, ang mga path namin ni Didith. When I was still in New Zealand, Didith was a part of Philin Artists. Isa siya sa mga um, parang movers and shakers in, in that cultural space. And I know that David is also working as an, an analyst, a principal advisor. Um, you do a lot of evaluation stuff. And did it, I'm not sure what it is. It's too technical for me. So maybe David can explain that later to us. And yes. David is also a JP, a justice of peace. Maybe dun sa mga hindi nakakaalam what a justice of peace does. Did it will explain that. Ito po, um, um, I have to code switch, no? I used to be uh, speaking purely in English, but some people say that they they like it when we sometimes code switch. So, minsan nagtatagalog ako. And Didit is also a member of the Labour Party sa New Zealand, so medyo active din siya sa politics. And then Didit is also recently became a businesswoman. She has a beautiful... Uh, villa in Blenheim. So can we say that Blenheim, Blenheim is at the top part of the Southern Island? Tama yeah, ba yun? It's so a, yeah, the top of the South Island, yeah. Yeah. So and dami 
facets ng buhay ni Didit which would be interesting for us to discuss but we'll try to um, tackle as much as we can because we only have a limited time. If we are going to do this as a series, mahihimay pa natin each and every aspect of your life. But Didit, can you tell them in summary muna, who were you when you were still in the Philippines and then you made the move to New Zealand and who are you now and what changes have you made in your personal and professional life when you moved to New Zealand? Dun muna tayo. And then later, okay. ibang parts. Okay. All right. Thank you for that question, Mimi. So uh, I've moved to, my husband and I moved to New Zealand uh, about 15 years ago. But in the Philippines, I used to work in the Senate of the Philippines. I worked there for 12 years. I worked with Senator Orly Mercado um, and then eventually with Senator Juan Flavier, your late Senator Juan Flavier, who as probably all Filipinos know, namatay na po siya. Mm. Or maybe, hindi, yung iba hindi alam, actually namatay na siya. But I worked as a senior legislative staff officer. I was the only rose among the thorns, um, the technical staff sa office ni Senator Flamier. So also spoiled gas, spoiled gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ang tawag niya sa akin ay Pocahontas. Um, <laughs> kasi my, my skin, dark yeah. skin. Um, are you a podcaster who's getting frustrated because your show results are not in your favor? Are you losing hope because you feel like podcasting doesn't help you generate income? Are you a podcast service provider who is struggling to meet your client's expectations? If yes, head on to www.podkai.com. Book a call with the founder of Podkai Media, Kai Villanueva, and get clear and proven strategies to earn through podcasting. And yun, so um, I guess one of the things that I, I really am very proud of when I was working in the Senate was that I was responsible for the passage of a landmark legislation, which is the Indigenous Peoples Rights Act. So Isayan considered by the United Nations Commission on Indigenous People, Peoples as a landmark legislation. So I really went around the country um, to you know to um, have a discussion with a lot of stakeholders, so from the mining industry to our indigenous peoples to the government, and of course our legislators. So uh, yeah, so I was uh, principally responsible for making that happen after a very long time because it was a very contro controversial piece of legislation. The other thing for those who doesn't know is the Seedbelts Law. So mm -hmm. I you know drafted the Seedbelts Act in the Philippines. Um, was also um, sort of responsible for the well, one of the things that uh, Clean Air Act, um, and actually, um, young women, uh, woman uh, commissioners and Apolcom. Um, so I was I was the one who actually draft, uh, sorry, drafted the provision in the law that says there should be a woman, you know, um, commissioner in, in Apolcom. So anyway, so those those wow. were some of the things that I did way back um, in the Philippines. So. Um, my husband and I decided to move to New Zealand because a friend of ours who actually uh, was from the Senate uh, who studied in Wellington University um, in, in um, Victoria University for his master's from the Senate. Ang sabi niya, ang ganda ng New Zealand did it if you're interested to come, um, do come. Uh, and then binigyan niya ako na application form. So uh, I did apply <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So long story short, I moved to New Zealand. And I guess um, I was probably one of the fortunate um, people, well, migrants, because um, hindi masyadong matagal yung um, pag, pag transfer, I mean, pag transition ko, mm -hmm. you know, from my previous job to my job in New Zealand. But, but also I did a lots of applications. So I actually sent maybe 50 applications a day yeah. um, and, and maybe of all alam mo experience ng bagong migrant dito sa New Zealand ano talagang akala mo sa yung sa na yung position but then you still don't get shortlisted even you know for an interview so That's right. mm. so anyway so um, fortunately um, i managed to get a job at the ministry of maori development and and as i mentioned about the landmark legislation i was actually very ecstatic to not na Dun ako mapunta sa isang organisasyon na actually I was very passionate about because mm -hmm. I myself am indigenous person so I'm, I'm a member of an Ibanag tribe in the Philippines in the northern part of the country so I was I was really ecstatic about that um, so yun um, I was offered so I applied for a job 
um, at the Ministry of Marine Development. Pero hindi nila ibinagay yung job sa akin, but they offered me another job, um, another role na which was not advertised because they thought that I, I actually was fit for, you know, yeah. for some, you know, actually umiyak sa kakatawa kasi umiyak ang aking panel uh, when I told them what, what I was doing back home because back in the Philippines, so I was very active in the community. I also had a business. So I had to uh, put franchises, Mr. Donuts, while also working full time and was also studying law full time at, at in Ateneo. So anyway, so yung, nung sinukwento ko yung istorya ng buhay ko, you know, my panel actually cried because they said, how can you do that? But I think it's, um, it's um, you know, innate sa ating mga Pilipino na we're, we're very, we persevere in a lot of things that we do a lot of stuff. Um, and we do a lot of things, so um, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not just me. But I think everyone, um, I would, um, I have a lot of people. I know a lot of people. I, I mean, naganyan yung naging situation nila. So, um, so yung question mimi around what changes, um, I guess, um, you know, happened. I think maybe um, it, it's more of the the way uh, the way of working, and for me. At saka yung, ano, yung hierarchy, ano? mm-hmm. uh, kasi I think for, for, for those who doesn't know in, in New Zealand, wala talaga yung cell. Alam nyo kasi we're very used to that idea of hierarchy in the Philippines when we work in an environment. For example, I work in the Senate. So lahat yeah. cell mo yan, lahat na ano, senator, lahat yan. Your podcast journey starts here. Take the first step on your side. Hustle with us. It starts with a great domain. Get your podcast web host with Beard and Coffee at www.beardandcoffee.com.au or find us at Facebook. Pagdating ko dito sa New Zealand, tatawagin mo ang ang ano mo ang uh, boss mo na on their first name, you know, first name basis, which was really unusual you know, for me. But that that was really cool. The other thing was because of my work um, in the Ministry of Maori Development, I I already was able to actually interact with, uh, with member of, members of parliament yes. um, and I even had a job I was even um, seconded to parliament for a specific job too so uh, and then from there yun nga sabi ko parang yung mga members of parliament like senators congressmen natin doon dito wala you can just see them you know on on the, the road and you can just talk to them directly so that is one of the things that I thought like was a very sort of a cultural cultural shift yeah um but, uh, but I guess this, the other thing, it's not a change, but I think kung ikaw ay, kung gusto mo talaga umusad ang, ang relationship or, or yung, you know, it's very important to actually build uh, relationships. Um, wherever you are, wherever you are, even in the Philippines, but more so here. Um, so, alam mo, nung nag-umpisa ako dito, I attended a lot of, um, you know, meetings ng council o kung sino man ay nag-organize na I really joined because I wanted to, to to know a little bit more about what's happening in my in my locality in my environment. So ganyan, and I think that's where I've actually um, managed to um, move from many different sort of roles and different sort of um, organizations within uh, New Zealand. Yes, I, I can tell a little a lot more, but I think you may have other questions. <laughs> that's okay, <laughs> of course. Any little single thing that my guests usually um, tell me, sumasangayan sa iba't ibang mga tanong, parang yeah. Naaantat ako, hindi ko alam kung anong uunahin kong follow-up <laughs> question. So, um, it appears to me that your work in the Philippines had had not really digressed doon sa ginagawa mo ngayon. Kasi nandiyan ka pa rin sa uh, parang legisl- legislative space, yung mga parliament. Mm. Um, uh, but what what, a, what about your work as a, uh, an advisor? What exactly right. okay, does so... an advisor do? <laughs> Yes, okay. So, um, so yung position ko nung umpisa ako nagtrabaho was with the Ministry of Maori Development and then eventually I moved to the biggest ministry which is the Ministry for Business Innovation and Employment, so super yeah. ministry. Um, I think five ministries amalgamated into one. Um, so, ang role, ang role ko uh, is um, an, an analyst advisor, uh, so a senior advisor first and then I became like a principal advisor when I moved to the Ministry of Education. So from Ministry of Maori Development, I went to Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment. And then I, I was actually um, requested to, to have a segment at the Ministry of Education and eventually uh, naging permanent staff ako doon. So anyway, what do I do? 
so when I um, started um, with the Ministry of Maori Development, I do analysis and writing briefing papers uh, for the minister. I analyze data, I do research, I do evaluation. Um, and I stumbled up upon the evaluation role at profession mm. um, when I was working there. Um, Ngayon yung parang ako yung nag-manage ng isang program which was called the Ministry of, still called the Ministry of Business Innovation and Employment. And then um, yun the evaluation and I said like, what is this? You know, yes. I never heard of evaluation yeah. um, when I was in the Philippines. I know about research but not evaluation. So it's actually is, um, you know, like uh, somewhat similar to research but it's asking about the so what, so what, what. Mm. If you have an initiative or a program or a program or a project, um, it's asking, so what? You know, like, if you're implementing this, so what? Mm. Who's going to benefit from it? What are the outcomes? How do you know that it's working? That's that sort of thing. So I stumbled upon that role, um, you know, like that uh, profession, as I said. And then I eventually studied postgrad diploma to understand a little bit more about the theory. Um, and then, you know, naging, you know, because of that, you know, I was... Um, Alam mo yun dito, katulad din yan sa Pilipinas, pagkilala ka, shoulder tap ka, do you want to move? So that's how I went yes. to transfer to a different organization. Um, so I developed the evaluation strategy of the ministry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, big stuff like all um, economic development evaluation, I handled that. Well, I'm, I'm principally actually just two or three people in the team, so we manage the whole evaluation, yeah. research and evaluation of the entire ministry. And then, as I call, shoulder tap ako. Um, ng isang manager because I was very active um, in that in the profession. Sinolder tapa ko sabi ko gusto mo umunta dito so sabi ko yes because I was already working. Yeah, I was already working for nine years in the Ministry of Maori Development. So yes, you know I have to move somewhere else and so yun nga nagkunta ko ng MBIE. That's the abbreviation mm. for the Ministry for Business Innovation and Employment. And then because of so I did something like really big thing when I was at MB. Um, I coordinated the uh, work program for the entire public sector around the year of evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, so 24 government agencies to come together and deliver you know, something um, you know, to the public around what is evaluation, evaluation 101 training. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, at that time, I managed, I managed to get the, you know, the uh, finance minister and all the chief science advisors to come and be and participate in you know in all the activities. Yeah. So because of that, I was again shoulder tap to say, uh, baka gusto mong maging board member ng Aotearoa New Zealand Evaluation Association, which is the professional body you know, right. of this profession mm. in New Zealand. So I said, why not? Um, so I did, you know, I did join and then and then and then eventually I was also elected as a board member um, after my, my short term. And then yon sa Ministry of Education again, um nagmove doon yung aking manager and then sabi niya, oh, um sama ka. Gusto mo dito. <laughs> sama ka. Ganun lang ganun lang yon actually katulad din yan sa Pilipinas. It's humid, yeah. so, But I'm surprised David. I'm surprised that the, um because of your story right now what you're telling me. I'm surprised that um Yun nga, like sinabi mo, Filipinos have this tendency to really be flexible in a in a working environment, lalo na yan, overseas na yan. Uh, although you have settled, moved to New Zealand permanently, nakikita pa rin na uh, we are always open to opportunities and we are always open to trying new things and um, you are a testament to that. And hindi ka masyadong uh, parang nakafix na, na since comfortable ka na sa isang area, dun ka na lang. Um, you you want to really uh, learn as you as you try those different things and and grow professionally by doing that. So that's your parang serious working life. But I know that you and Clark are very active then in the Filipino community space. And like what I said a while ago at the beginning of this program, na yung Philippine artists is sa parang mga baby baby projects mo. Um, are you still mm-hmm. active in that space or meron ka ng ibang pinagkakabalahan? Are you involved in another community work at the moment? What's what's your community uh, life like? So, um, yung feeling artist, which is a Filipino artist in New Zealand, was actually, I'll just give a little bit background around it because as migrants kasi, pagpunta natin dito, um, we also want to showcase our culture, ano, sa ating mga, sa wider community. So the reason why that was from was precisely to do that. And second is for our own children, you know, the Filipino children who 
already grew up in New Zealand who doesn't know much about their culture to sort of promote that within the community. So that was the purpose of that. So yung maraming mga activists na ginawa namin, like even the ukulele, um, you know, group for children to, um, to play Filipino songs on ukulele, perform in parliament, in national library, in, um, in a lot of, you know, venues, um, you know. So yes, I was active because I've moved here, so sort of no longer um, very active in that space. But aside from the Filipino community, I also was um, a co-founder of the Society for Southeast, Community, so Southeast Asian Communities, so not just a Filipino, but Southeast Asians. Yeah. And then I'm um, like, very active in a women's group. Uh, you know, so. so you want to start a podcast, or perhaps you've already started one, but you're still unclear on how you can actually make this podcasting work. No worries. That's why we're here for you. We are Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Join our network. Contact us at info at kangaroofern.com because we're stronger together. Co, uh, you know, program coordinator for um, you know the National Com- Council for Women. Not, not sorry. Anyway, this is a women's group. Yeah, it's a women's group. Yeah. <laughs> The women's group, and then um, eventually the group, you know, Filipino, a Filipino ukulele group. In fact, uh, we went around doing caroling, you know, um, in rest wow. homes um, here in Blenheim. Because uh, we were trying to promote the culture. Um, it also was our fundraising. So done that in in my, you know, in how many months that we've been in in, in Blenheim. So anyway, so yun yung ginawa ko. Um, was very active in in so many organizations because I think. Uh, what we should do as as migrants is not just um, stay within our bubble. Um, I think we should grow and um, go out there and promote our culture and also invite the culture of others. Because yung social cohesion can only be achieved um, if we um, work with other different, uh, many different cultures. We're a very multicultural country in New Zealand, mm. so yeah. So yun yung I think we should be doing a lot of that. Um, I don't know if you want me to talk about the um, Labour Party. I know it's it's one of just a little bit. Want to have a um, yeah. I'm I'm a bit curious how you ended up becoming a part of the Labour Party because uh syempre ang sistema naman ng ng Philippines iba sa sistema ng mm. ng New Zealand. So mm. what's a, a brief history about um you joining the Labour Party and what's your role in the party itself? Yeah. So um matagal na panahon kasi 'di ba nabanggit ko kanina na I I worked in the Senate for 12 years and mm. hindi naman lingid sa kalaman ng marami na alam mo yon kapag nandoon ka maraming there are things that you don't like about politics, right? Um in our home country. So uh, yon yung parang I I was not very interested in in the political party when I moved here. So I was more interested in the community work and mm. you know yung organizations ganyan. Uh, but then um, I realized that, um, and because I work in the Senate, I know that if you participate in the political system, then you can actually influence it. So if there are things that you want to do um, and you want to make change, um, then be part of it. You know, be the change, di ba sabi ni, ano, yes. ni so, so anyway, so yun yung inano ko na I, I decided to um, to join a party. And I've sort of, um, I was looking at Green Party and the Labour Party, but then I realized um, from my research, because I'm a researcher, yeah. I researched a lot of the policies that were introduced by the Labour Party. Um, and so, for example, the three hospitalization, yung general na libre ang hospitalization ng mga tao, that, that's a Labour Party initiative. A, a policy, yung libreng edukasyon, that's mm. a Labour Party policy. Yung, yung mga wage, wage increases, nagkaroon ng mga breaks, mga holiday pay, mga ganyan. Those are things that I think are relevant you know, for people, ordinary people, and, every, and even migrants that sometimes we don't appreciate because we thought, you know, andyan na yan. Mm. Because I did my research and I said I wanted to be part of a party that introduces that sort of things. Um, and that's why I became active. Um, so when I say active, um, I was actually um, the one, you know, who helped form the Multicultural Labour Party in Wellington. So there was none before. So I formed that um, with the help of, you know, some other multicultural um, 
my colleagues in the multicultural yeah. sector too. So, yun yung ano, so naging talagang <laughs> active ako and then that's when I realized that I missed out. I think I should have been very active from the get-go from yes. the you know, early on yeah. because uh, there are policies that we can introduce for example, yung mga, mga immigration policies. Mm. You know, hindi natin alam na how policy, how the policy is um, developed here is yung manifesto, di ba? May manifesto ang, ang mga parties mm-hmm. that originates from the from the party members. So if you're active in a party and then you introduce a policy na approve yan ng, ng Labour Party sa conference and mm-hmm. then it becomes a, a, you know, a party manifesto. Yep. Party na siya ng, ng magiging policy ng, ng party. So, for example, the Labour Party. So doon ko na-realize na I should have done more and I should have done you know, early on, dapat naging active na ako because that's when you can influence things. Mm-hmm. Um, yung, yung immigration policy, ano yung change sa, uh, marami eh. So, but, it, but we have to be very active and very strong to be able to push those policy along. Mm-hmm. So, kaya yun, katulad nung ginawa ko before, sabi ko, ito, in charge ako sa pag-draft ng ganyan. That's mm-hmm. also the same. So, we have to be part of something if you want to, to push policies and policy changes. Okay. So, kaya yan, yan naging, naging, yeah. So, Didit, are you the only Filipino uh, in the Labour Party that's active? No. Okay. no. So, um, a lot of, in, in Wellington, yung iba, marami na ako na-recruit na Filipino yeah. <laughs> sa, sa Labour Party in Wellington. But all over the Labour Party, meron din po ngayon na si Kuya Romy Odanga, I don't know if you know, but he ran for um, MP in, um, not sure, in, in Auckland. Mm-hmm. So, he was um, part of the the one who initiated the establishment of Filipino Labor Party. So in, in the in the Labor Party, may Filipino branch. Okay. Aside from yung sa multicultural branch. So okay. yung, anyway, so yun. So may mga active, marami active sa Auckland, um, and then may mga active. Pero yung parang super-super active, ma, ma, ano mo, mabilang mo, one of which is um, Maricel. Maricel, um, who's an immigration lawyer, immigration lawyer, and she lives in Auckland. She's actually... A, you know, she's the policy um, chair of the policy of the Multicultural Labour Party. Um, mm-hmm. At some point, because I'm a little busy, I'm not going to run sa position in the Multicultural Labour Party. Okay. The question is, is Didit going to be a future MP as a result of your being active in the Labour Party? Uh, that you want to do in the future? Is that in your, no, in your I, desire in the future? At some point, I thought about it, but um, but then I, I realized that I can help in so many other ways. Um, even, even you know, from the point of view of just being active in the party and then proposed mga policies that can make a change, um, you can actually do that. Um, you don't mm. need to be a, an MP to be able yeah. to do that. Okay, you, uh, uh, I feel that and, you're and an influencer, a, a local influencer um parang you're not really in the limelight but you're doing a lot of the backbone stuff that really matter you know yung mga hindi ka nasa yeah, so talaga so pero to, important yeah. just so to add it. to that ano pag, paglipat ko di paglipat namin dito sa Blenheim um yung tumagbo ng kasi we just recently had our election no so yung tumagbo na MP in this area I've actually invited him to come to to come here um, sa amin sa bahay and then in, um, and invited Filipinos to come along mm. so that he can hear kung ano yung mga issues that uh, Filipinos face. That's Kasi, um, and then it's really interesting to not, he said he hasn't met any Filipino before. So I said like really there are like maybe 300 or maybe more than 300 mm. Filipinos here in Blenheim and never met any Filipino. So, so yung mga ganun I think um, just is starting to you know, sort of introduce the you know who we are. Um, you know to non non Filipinos. Parang ano? Um, ayun. Tapos yung yeah. So so don't you feel that it's very um di naman siguro serendipitous or providential na nandyan ka na ngayon sa South Island because we need to kind of uh, extend the reach. Kung baga na so Wellington is already uh very dense and uh yung baga anjan na yung Filipino parang and like you said, there are places where you need more visibility. Uh, we need to be given a chance to really work closely together. And I think you and Clark will be a very um, pivotal couple. <laughs> You're the power couple there now. That will help uh, the community. And did it nga pala, before I move to my next question, pasingit lang ako ng isa pang question. 
um, how are you working at the moment? Because your job is in Wellington and you live in Blenheim. I just couldn't imagine, are you traveling by plane every day or are you working uh, at home? How does that work for you? Yes, so fortunately because of COVID, um, na practice yung um, working from home now. So mm. I, I fly every other week to Wellington. So I still, I fly. So I stay there for one week. And then, um, and then the other week, I stay in planning and work from home. Okay. So yun yung yun yung which is really it's really you know fortunate. I mean, there are things that are positive about you know. Like yeah, I, I, <laughs> That's I just the only positive thing is the working from home. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how so, you do your twenty-four hours. Maybe you have forty-eight hours in a day with all the work <laughs> that you need to do. So, this is the most interesting um part of my question uh, in terms of your profile. I know that you and Clark, your husband. Uh, baka kasi hindi, syempre hindi naman kilala ng mga listeners natin si Clark. Si Clark po ang um, loving husband ni, ni Didith. Enterprising din kayo. I know that you had a business in Wellington. Um, Clark uh, did a lot of Grilled Republic. It's a food truck that you had before. And then you moved to uh, a more, hindi naman masyado mobile. You had a shop. You had a shop also in Wellington. So, and dami nyo mga clients and patrons, and then you left, and then you moved to Blenheim. What made you both shift to the South Island when your business is already thriving in New Zealand? So, marami na siguro nakakamiss ng mga niluluto ni Clark. Tell us a little bit about that, David. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, siguro, um, in addition to the food truck, actually before the food truck, we had an import and export business. So, we imported rice. Um, yep. from uh, from California, the California rice for sushi and also the um, rice from Thailand, the jasmine okay. rice um, and from Vietnam. So yun yung unang business namin. Uh, but then, alam mo, pumasok ang ano, ang, um, mga inchik, um, ang malaki ang pera nila. So that, you know, yung business na yun kasi ay masyadong malaki ang capitalization. Yeah. So Clark, um, sort of um, thought um, maybe you know do something else and so he interesting ah yung story ng ng Grill Republic like we I mentioned about the Southeast Asian no Society for mm. Southeast Asian Community um earlier actually that was where the, the Grill Republic was born uh -huh. so nag participate kami sa dun sa night market um nagbenta ng ano ng uh, barbecue the barbecue was sold in um in an hour um, yeah. we sold like 400 sticks of barbecue in an hour so kaya well there is something there so kaya yun yung the idea of doing a food truck but um and then more on the on the grill side of things kaya grill siya mm -hmm. uh kasi the kiwi the kiwi way also is about grill you know they love yeah. their food grilled no so anyway so he, he, he yung food truck na yan ginawa from scratch with the help of um an ako kilala mo si ano kilala mo kilala mo si Atilisa, anak niya, um, tumulong si, ano, sa, sa paggawa ng food truck. So, anyway, the food, food truck was born uh, kasi the idea of, again, promoting our Filipino culture kasi sabi nila, walang, walang mabilang na pagkain kung meron nang dati-dati sa Wellington, isa ganyan. Tapos wala naman hindi nakikita. So, event, there are lots of events in yes. Wellington. So, the idea of promoting it via a mobile kung saan available, kung saan may events. So, yun, naging naging parang hinanap-hanap yung ano yung uh, pagkain Filipino naging na-promote siya and then uh, there was an opportunity to open a like a, a shop and eatery inside the cinema in in um Courtney Place yes uh in Sariding Cinema but uh, merong merong earthquake kaya nawala yun and then so we moved to um Johnsonville mm. uh, moved to Johnsonville and then pero temporary lang talaga yon so the idea was to move in the city back in the city so in the city merong area doon na binibuild which is just um, in Bowen Street Bowen Precinct which is just besides uh, my office the Minister of Education um pero alam mo ang ang food business is really hard um and I can tell you know people about this na it's it's very hard it's really hard work um and Alam mo yung minsan yung relationship mo uh, parang uh, nagsasuffer, you know, because mm. of that, because of, you know, nam, wala nang oras. Wala na, you know, I can imagine. With each other kasi masyadong, oh, masyadong yes, busy. intense, labor intense yung food industry. Yeah, labor intense, ganyan. And then so, um, we sold, we decided to sell the food truck. 
um, and then um, yung bumili is from Blenheim. <laughs> from ah. Blenheim. So, kaya yung parang we followed the food truck. So, and then nakita namin parang misip namin na siguro bibili ng um, kasi dito masyadong maraming workers sa Blenheim. So, temporary workers working in the vineyard. So, inisip namin bibili ng backpackers or uh, motel. Parang temporary accommodation, ganyan. So, yun yung idea. And then, this came along. Na, okay. Nakita na, na, nalaman namin ito. And, uh, yun, and then, um, long story short, um, we fell in love with it. We initially was managing it as a bed and breakfast uh, breakfast for uh, owner. Yeah. Uh, yung minanage namin. But we rented it and then we managed it for Airbnb. Um, and then, na nalaman namin actually binebenta pala so binebenta so yun took the opportunity to buy the property so, it's all divine providence it's all it's not I even know. planned it's not, I'm so yeah, surprised and I'm really happy for you and and Clark did it but imagine from being in the busy hustle and bustle of Wellington alam mo naman na it's one of the smallest cities in the world we are independent podcast network we are guerrilla podcast syndicate would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com and then you yeah. you live in a sprawling how many acres of land na parang wala kayong kapitbahay diyan nakikita <laughs> ko I, I think you need a space to really um, get away from it all. And it, it probably helps you concentrate then in the work that you do. Plus, um, nagsisimula na kayo ni Clark mag, um, gumawa ng mga events. I think you've started your your high teas and it's, uh, you said uh, in your Facebook page, and I'm following that, that it's gaining traction. And um, I, I'm going to help promote this because um, that's an untouched, uh, uncharted part pa talaga of New Zealand. Hindi masyadong marami, hindi katulad ng Auckland, nandun na lahat ng mga turista, no? So in in, in your experience so far uh, with your villa and getting guests, um, is it a good, um, it, uh, I mean, endeavor to to really open your home to that kind of a business? So I did mention that we were managing uh, this um, villa before COVID, you know, for, you know, the, the owner. Uh, well, actually, the second owner, not the original owner, mm. because eventually we bought, it, we bought the property from the original owner. Uh, alam mo, um, you talk about the tourists. At that time, kaya namin na-realize na actually there is money in, in this sort of business is almost every day. We had guests from all over the world, like wow. all over the world, like Germany, Italy, US, Australia, mm. Canada, wherever. Talagang, ano, and, and it was just via Airbnb lang, ha, yung, mm. yung listing namin, Airbnb lang. Tapos, yun na nga, sabi namin, and then, uh, yeah, we will decided to to buy it. And then COVID, COVID came along. Uh, uh, we only opened, actually, the, the villa. Temporarily, parang pinarit namin yung mga rooms for, when we bought it uh, before, during the COVID um, days. Tapos, um, nung nag-open na tayo na kami dito uh, ng alert level once nag okay na siya we opened it up for booking mm-hmm. and then um because i think you know the, the good thing about new zealanders is that they travel now because they can't travel around the world they can they now uh, try to discover their own backyard so busy kami um as a matter of fact um we're booked up, up until uh, maybe end of january like almost every day Wow. Uh, booking um tomorrow may booking kami na sampo so mm. uh, and then yun nga na realize namin na well Clark is a chef I'm an events sort of person events organizer you know I do that sort right. of thing um why not you know combine the two uh, together and not just do uh, accommodation mm. and um maybe it was divine providence that I was actually collecting when I was in Wellington I was collecting mm-hmm. a lot of crockeries like the yeah. Bon China Yes. Uh, so meron akong collection of a hundred, yes. you know, teacups and saucers. Diba hinihinit ko pa sa yung pictures uh, ng mga collection mo? Kasi natutuwa ako sa kanya. <laughs> so you're making use of so, all your collections so of Wellington? Not realizing that, correct, not, not realizing that it's actually maybe meant, you know, to be na nandun yung collection ko so that when I'm here when we're, we bought this property we can actually do uh, the high piece back in Wellington kasi actually when I was a social club I was a social club um, 
chairperson of the Ministry of Education. So nag, nag-organize ako ng HITI. I bring all my stuff and then mag-HITI. Mag-HITI, yun. Mag-organize ng HITI. So, yun. Sabi ko, nag-research ako dito. There was really nothing in Blenheim, you know, around that. Meron sa Picton, but not in Blenheim. Yeah. So, yun. Sabi ko ng ganyan, why not? And then, so, what I just did was to just post, you know, the events in in the in the Facebook in the Facebook on Facebook yeah. page lang in a matter of in two days time yung first event na high event natin in two days time was fully booked in two days time so ganun siya ka ano i just sent no popular hindi Filipino ang ano ah, like majority are non Filipinos may may grupo na Filipino but non Filipinos attended it because of that yun na nagmultiply na So sabi nila ah pwede pala kayo ng ano ng ng event like kasi nga sabi na pwede rin kami na events like we can hold weddings we can hold birthday parties hen yeah. parties yeah. ganyan or christmas party so yun na yun so since ano nagtuloy-tuloy na yan so every month yung Haiti and then yun nga meron na akong mga like series of Haiti christmas do like yung christmas yeah. functions and then yun na meron na ding ano um yung may law firm na dito sa local na asawa yung may-ari ng law firm asawa nung isang nag-attend ng, ng Haiti tapos and then yung ano yung Lions Club para yung Women Lions Club Beaverton Women's Lions Club yun nag-Haiti din sila and then next week meron kaming um ta- and then may Filipino din na nag-hold ng birthday party dito and then meron next week meron din kaming yung countdown yung supermarket yung countdown supermarket dito yung isang isang division they will be holding their Christmas party here and then meron din yung christening ng PG o ba sa Mwanda group yung mga ganyan so oh, nag-expand na talaga siya oh, so it has it, yes. it, it, it's just it has really it's just really by word of mouth and I think yeah. that's the best thing is that, you know as I said it's really the best advertising as yeah. long as you you give your best you give yung alam mo yung function mo is maganda mm-hmm. maayos yung pagkain mo yung venue and they actually said never, never realized that there is this beautiful place you know, here in Blenheim. Um, kasi yung lugar na to, um, hindi natin makita, pero, you know, that, you know, yung nandito sa background ko is actually a view of the villa. So, yeah. that's where the vineyards, so we were, surround, were surrounded by vineyards there. There's also hills, uh, mountains, mm-hmm. farm, farm, yan, Then, industrial area. Then, develop nyo rin yung farm, and farm animals nyo. Pwede, <laughs> yun, rin, so yun. pwede maging PD retreat na rin yan in the future, yung mga uh, full excursions and things like and then, that. And then, and magkakaroon na rin kami, so ipa-plug ko na rin, magkakaroon na rin kami ng concert, um, ng concert, summer concert, like seasons concert dito. Mm. So we already, um, you know, may isa kaming guest dito na actually professional singer na siya na ngayon yung magiging ano namin. And then the other thing is meron kaming guest din from Wellington who actually organizes the NZ String Quartet concert. Okay. Um, so, kinonect din niya ako doon sa ano, doon sa manager nila tapos nag-meet na kami. Ayun, meron na, may kami still. So, panaplat ko September, meron na rin private um you know well, concert it, it inside the like villa. your calendar yeah. will be full did it will work so ministry you'll be well, very hopefully, busy hopefully that's the plan <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully we will do that as a, so actually it's really it's really you know it's sabi nga nila parang in a matter of we, we haven't been here for a year um mm-hmm. but in a matter of months Uh, alam mo yung parang na-penetrate na din namin yung community and non-Filipino community ha? yung talagang mainstream yeah. so kaya nakakatuwa kasi and then of, of course our friends from all over uh, New Zealand are actually you know may iba dito na dito like dalawa tatlong beses na balik-balik kasi they really okay. felt so relaxed when yeah. they're here so nag-book so John, marami nga hmm. nagse-celebrate ng birthday nila as a group. Well, essence pa ka na rin diyan in the future. <laughs> try to expand more services available. Parang all-in-one hub na kayong lahat. You will be Oh, katapos yan si si Clark din kasi meron na kumuha na rin siya ng liquor license na niya so we can now sell like um liquor in the premise. Yeah. Ganyan, kasi nga magkakaroon ng event. So just really prepping, you know, preparing the Yes. The, the thing for the future um Yeah, so things are expanding and, um, you know, originally, ito ay parang accommodation lang, but now, um, you know, people are you know, seeing the vein, this as a venue 
Yeah. Um, you know, for events. So last week in the Karon kami, and then I realized actually, kaya palang more than a hundred people. Wow. <laughs> um, so we had more than almost hundred fifty people here last weekend. We had a Filipino gathering. Mm. Uh, we had we had games like Pinoy games, may ano ganyan, food and, and everything. So it was really it was it was it was good. So I know you mentioned something about uh, earlier, but you know why why are we here? Um, yeah. And I think in terms of promoting the Filipino um, in Blenheim area. Uh, I, I think, you know, I, I do think that, that I have a role to play and Clark and I have a role to play um, with that. Um, as you mentioned about the JP, so I've already yeah. started sort of joining the JP association here. The local, um, you know, was a Wellington member, but I've moved my membership to um, Marlboro, mm -hmm. uh, which is the region uh, where, where um, Blenheim is located. So yeah, nag join ako. So I was the only non-Asian, I mean non-white, um, dun sa JP. sa grupo na yon na JP and the youngest by far. So wow. I think that that is actually helping, you know, in promoting diversity. So yung di and people are also also welcoming kasi nakikita nila na they need that, you know, they need diversity and diversity of ideas and a diversity in, in culture. So yeah, so I will be um hundred percent sure. I will be very active, very, very active in in this in this area, and um I'm sure um you know we can do. Pero ang mga JP daw, you cannot really say no when you're a JP unless you are a retired oh, JP you're a, yata. Oh, yeah, no? yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're a JP wherever you are. Yes, you're yes. a JP forever and and until you retire. So yes. So yung marami narin nagpupunta ka pa JP sa akin dito. So may pabok naren. I'm really, really inspired by your, your journey. So we started who you were in the Philippines, who you are now. And again, your story is a testament that we can do lots of things to influence our local community and our adapted, adaptive, adaptive, kung ano na yung bagong um, bansa na kinabibilangan natin ngayon, which mm. is New Zealand. And, and you and Clark are making a lot of positive um, moves towards hindi naman talaga integration ng habol natin kundi talagang maging part tayo ng kultura ng um, New Zealand because we are we are um, now living there as citizens at sabi mo nga despite the fact na growing number ng mga Filipinos exposure pa rin ang kailangan natin to showcase what we can offer and contribute to New Zealand so i'm really sabi mo nga eh, Kulang siguro ang 48 hours. So by, the, may, by the next interview siguro, baka 72 hours na ang normal, normal day mo did it. But um, I, I can go on and on and ask more questions. But um, maybe that uh, is a part two. Uh, we may have a part two uh, after a few months or maybe a few years to see how your business has grown and to continue promoting that. And maybe nag-shift na rin ang career mo by then. Baka ikaw ay agent na or baka ikaw ay producer na. <laughs> o baka na, na member ka na, you, you are an MP hindi mo lang alam ngayon hindi pa hindi pa nag lumalabas uh, sa crystal ball mo yan um, I really appreciate your time today Didith but um, I think um, my last question would be do you have any message to our uh, Filipinos out there or at least women who are still trying to find their place like what they want to do they're not sure what they can offer uh, maybe that's my last question. What is your message to um, the people out there? I think um, don't don't be afraid to um, to look for a mentor. I think importante yan. Yung yung mentorship is really critical to. Kasi marami na jan na narating na nila o not even Filipinos na maging mentor no. Um, maghanap ng ganon uh, para matulungan you know and navigate the process. That's one. The other thing is uh, the importance. I I will overemphasize this: the importance of going out there and network, network with people, because it's 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 really home, you know. Um, hindi yan ano hindi ka kahit sa Pilipinas and anywhere. I think it's home, you know. But of course, home, you know. But you you should have the capability and the capacity to. That's right. So yun networking. Um, and then yun yung hindi dapat tayo mahiya. Um. Um, which and we should not be sticking to ourselves. Um, I think we should go out there and mingle um, with many different sort of cultures and promote, um, you know, our culture. Meron mara, alam mo yon, may mga bad, you know, um, sa kultura natin with this club mentality that will always exist. Um, will probably 
always exist, but don't mind. Um, mm -hmm. You just pursue pursue your goals and pursue what you wanted to, you know, what you wanted to do. Meron ka dapat vision of the future that you want to achieve and then just go and do it. Yes, thank you, Didi. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. So I, I I cannot sum you up in one word because you are an entrepreneur, you are a, a a community organizer, you are an influencer. You you try to make connections in the community. And dami no, you are also a very dedicated wife. Na parang song of Ruthian, eh, wherever Clark goes, you go. Uh, and and parang People bang, if it requires you to travel back and forth from Berlin to Wellington, you will do it because that's the way it is. So, Didit, I'm inspired by your interview today. So, I again, I would like to thank you um, for all your insights. So, I have to close the show now. So, thank you, everybody, for listening to our program, Samutsari Conversations with Nini. If you have any stories or topics that you wish me to feature in the show, please reach out to me via my email, mimi at dinosaur.com. Samutsari is a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Uh, did it, this is an Australia and Philippines-based um, podcaster network, um, which you can uh, look at their website, uh, Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, or you can reach out to me if you want um, to get a um, hold of Didit for bookings, and or maybe if Didit will agree, I will share your Facebook page to my show notes so that they can reach you. Or if you need uh, some tips and advice on how to to Blenheim to the South Island maybe you can approach Didit um, for that as well so Didit thank you again and uh, good day to everybody let's wave a wave goodbye Didit to our uh, audience members thank you everybody bye thank you for listening make sure to visit our website at www.guerillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify Stitcher or via RSS so you'll never miss a show while you're at it if you found value in this show rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends you can also join the conversation with Gorillas Are We on Facebook Twitter and Instagram please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love if you have any questions feel free to reach out to us. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com